Today's episode is brought to you by Stamps.com. Since 1998, Stamps.com has been an indispensable tool for nearly 1 million businesses. Stamps.com brings the service of the U.S. Postal Service and UPS shipping right to your computer. Whether you're an office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, or hey, maybe you're like me, you started a podcast, you got super excited, you made too many koozies, and now you can't get rid of them. You've handed out all the koozies you can. Now you need the help of Stamps.com. All you need is a computer and a standard printer. No special supplies or equipment. Within minutes, you're up and running, printing official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send. And you'll get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. Once your mail's ready, just schedule a pickup or drop it off. No traffic, no lines. That's the best part. I hate traffic and I hate lines. Which traffic is just a giant line, you know? Uh, and now, with Stamps.com new Rate Advisor tool, you can compare shipping rates and timelines to easily find the best option. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There is no risk. And with my promo code POD, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital skill. They're just hooking you up, people. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in POD. That's Stamps.com, promo code POD, Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Thank God. Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing tonight? Episode number 195, Drink Until You Podcast, the only podcast that lasts until the last drop. How the hell is your weekend going how the hell was your week? Yes, I am chipper today. We'll get into football later. I, I am just in a great mood right now. The, the weather's dropping this coming week, dude. Uh, the high is going to be 86. And if you didn't work outside through the summer like I did, that probably doesn't mean shit to you. Uh, but to me, that means a lot, man. Uh, it's, it's starting to cool down. I'm loving it. Uh, I did miss the fair this year. The State Fair of Texas, damn it. Um, even though prices went up, I actually heard a cool story. Um, so you can get like a sheet of tickets, you know, and there's 20 tickets, you know, on a sheet They're They're fit. They used to be 50 cents a piece. So, you know, 10 bucks a sheet. Well, now this year they've gone up. Uh, it's basically a dollar a ticket. It's, it's, it's 20, 20 bucks a sheet. You see how confident I said that? I'm doing the math in my head as I'm talking. I don't know if I have it right. I think I have it right. <laughs> I think I have it right. So anyways, so I had a friend who had a sheet, a couple of sheets left from, you know, a couple of years ago or whatever, where the uh, the tickets were worth 50 cents a piece. Well, they basically, this year, now that all the prices have have gone up, they were almost in a way grandfathered in. And they pay, you know, they paid 50, they basically got 50 cents for free on every single ticket. And I think they had four or five, maybe even six sheets of tickets left over, which I don't even know how that happens, to be honest with you. Every time I've ever gone to the fair, I have no sheets of tickets. Like I have one or two little scraggler tickets that I can't do anything with, you know? It's like when you run out of money at the casino. You know, you just leave that 43 cents waiting on that penny machine for the, <laughs> for the next person to find. That's kind of how it was with, you know, state fair tickets. It's just like, what am I going to do with three? You can't buy anything to eat. I got to buy a whole nother sheet now. It's a whole racket. Um, so that was kind of cool. I didn't know that would, that would be a thing. Sort of grandfathered into having more 
uh, more money uh, when you go to the fair. And God knows it's expensive. But I miss the whole damn thing, man. I, I don't play the little games anymore, but I love walking around looking at the new cars. I love having a beer. Uh, what's the thing called that takes you across the park? It's like a little trolley, but it's, it's, is it a sky trolley? It just takes you across the whole park. You can look down. Oh man, that was one of my favorite things when I was a kid. Um, and I, and I'll let you know, I've never been on the, uh, on the big Ferris wheel at the state fair of Texas. I've never been, uh, that's a little too, too much for me. I don't ever want to get stuck. I don't want to get stuck. You know, if you're stuck a quarter of the way up, you're probably all right. You're probably laughing with your friends on the ground. They're like, what the hell, man? Is it broken, dude? You're going to be stuck up there all night. And, uh, I mean, nobody talks like that around here. I don't, I don't even know what I'm saying. What are we talking about? Hey, what are you guys drinking tonight? Let's change subjects just like that. Drop of a hat. Why am I rhyming right now? I didn't mean to do that. Oh, my God, I did it again. Uh, so, anyway, I swore off rum. I swore off liquor last week. And guess what I'm drinking tonight? Oh, boy. Oh, buddy. Uh, I'm drinking some rum with some Coke. Um, and you know what? I, I had massive heartburn before I started this podcast, and I took one shot of rum. It's like fighting fire with fire. You know? Uh, you got heartburn. Take a shot of liquor, and that shit burns all the way down, but it takes the burn, you know, away a little bit. I can still feel it somewhat, but it, it's a lot better after that shot. Uh, so yeah, back on it again. If you got them, drink them. Bottoms up. Cheers, everybody. But yeah, I missed the fair this year. Um, that kind of sucks, even though I'm loving this weather right now. Uh, dude, the reason I'm drinking rum tonight was my own fault. It's self-inflicted. I don't know if you guys know this, but in Texas... Uh, Sundays you can't sell liquor. I don't know why. I don't know who started that rule. It, it would, it seemed like you should sell liquor on Sunday out of any day, right? If you're, if you're in a, you know, car industry, you're selling cars or you're a bartender, you're working late. You're usually working, you know, Saturday and you're working all night until, you know, the place closes down, you go home, you, you pass out, you didn't have time to make it to the liquor store. It seems like, just my humble opinion, Texas, uh, that we should have the liquor store open on Sunday. That doesn't make sense. Or you should be able to buy beer past 10. And that's exactly what happened to me. I'm, I'm looking at the clock. I'm like nine o'clock. You know, my, my daughter's asleep. My fiance's watching her show. And, you know, I'm like, oh, I got time. I'm in the living room playing Rocket League, just getting the shit kicked out of me by a bunch of children, probably. You know, they, they should have a special category. Just a side note, a special category for me, by the way, or people like me. Are you a 40-hour-a-week person? Then you don't deserve to play the 15-year-old that logs on here for 23 hours out of the day. That's not fair, is it? You're more practiced than I am. Um, so I'm just getting the shit kicked out of me. Uh, you can find me, DUI, uh, Drink Until You Podcast, or DUI Podcast on Xbox, by the way, if you want to play, if you want to be shitty with me <laughs> and see how terrible I am. Uh, find me on Xbox. I play a plethora of games. Um, 
but anyway, so I'm in there playing and I'm, you know, I'm not having a good night. I'm not scoring a lot of points. I'm just getting trounced every, every turn. I can't pass a ball. I can't do anything. And I, you know, time's just slipping away slowly. And, you know, I play my last game and I look up, it's 10 o'clock already. I'm not going to rush up to the 7-Eleven, try to buy a beer. I know they're going to tell me no. Dude, I'll tell you this. Uh, a lot of those places have a button behind the counter. They can lock that shit. I've seen it before. Um, they can lock the beer door. You know what I mean? They only have beer in these cases and it's separated by a wall in the freezer. You know, separated by some sort of wall in the freezer. And then on the other sides is all the sodas. That's all the stuff you can have 24 hours a day. But as far as beer and wine, you, you just can't. And I remember working at this shitty um, uh, gas station before. And I don't know. I had to do some training with people. I, I passed this test. And I remember the manager being like super impressed. Like, whoa, Chris, you passed that the first time you took it. I'm like, yeah. What? I mean, it wasn't hard. And he was like, all right, well, we're going to send you to another store. And you're going to help train up other people, you know, to pass the test like you did. It was something you had to pass. I forget what it was. Was it a food handler's license? Or maybe it was the actual TABC itself. I, I don't remember. Anyways, I got shipped off to this shitty store in the, you know, dark part of Dallas. They got fucking bulletproof glass up. You know, I'm like, oh, well, you know, they're like, you like our, you know, like our new bulletproof glass? I'm like, I guess. Not really. I mean, I guess if it's going to save my life, then yes, I like it. But why is this even here? And apparently, you know... I didn't really even have to ask. I, I know why it was there. Apparently, a week before I started working there to train people on this whatever computer system bullshit, maybe that was it, the POS that we were using. The point of sale system, that's what it was. I had to train people on that. Um, so they shipped me off to this shitty place, and they got bulletproof glass, and I'm like, what happened? And they're like, hey... Uh, basically, you know, someone walked in with an AK-47, held the the girl behind the register down at gunpoint stole her car. They didn't beat her up or anything. They stole her purse. And, you know, they decided to install this bulletproof glass. You have to have a code to get in the back. And, you know, you can actually, they have a couple of buttons back there. You, you have a code to get in the back. And then there's a couple of buttons. There's a button to lock the beer, you know, and the wine. You can lock all those. And then they had another button to actually, like, either lock the door from the, you know, from the inside to let someone in or, or keep someone out. And you'd had to unlock it when people wanted to walk up and, you know, come inside the store and browse around and buy shit. You had to unlock it for everybody. It was just a rough part of town, I think is what I'm trying to describe. But they would do these things called beer runs and you'd never catch the person. You know, they'd run in, run to the beer aisle, grab a couple of cases, run out. And, you know, you can you call the cops, of course. It's part of your duty. You have to call the cops and say they stole this. And, you know, this is what I could identify from them or whatever. But, uh, you know, it just seems like a silly rule to have to uh, close down the beer and the wine. And, and maybe I'm just saying that because I, I don't have any seltzers with me right now and I'm drinking liquor. And I was so adamant last week about I'm not going to drink any liquor. But you know what? When in Rome, right? When in Rome. So we're doing the podcast. It's a drinking podcast. Um, so if you got them drinking, bottoms up. Let's take our second drink. 
that liquor is really helping with the heartburn. I'm not, I'm not recommending people use it. I'm just saying from personal experience, I'm not a doctor. I'm not giving you advice. I'm just a guy drinking on a podcast. Uh, but for me personally, for me personally, um, it worked. I can feel it still a little bit, you know, it still burns a little bit. I'm going to take another shot later when I get in. If I have any left, dude, I'm so low on liquor and I kind of like it. I kind of like not having too much, you know, just get a seltzer here or there. Oh, by the way, my favorite seltzer, in case you guys were wondering, is, is the uh, Topo Chico uh, Strawberry Guava. If anybody wants to ship me a case of that, I love free stuff. Who doesn't love free stuff? Uh, drink it till you podcast at gmail.com. Just hit me up, ship me in case. I'll, I'll let you know where to send it. Uh, that would be fun, right? Let's take another drink. I'm starting to feel that fucking heartburn creeping up again. So let's go ahead and do it. Ba 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 I did it. One of my favorite things from my childhood, watching football on TV while simultaneously playing football with my dad in the living room. We'd get on our knees on the carpet and we'd have this football and, you know, we'd kick off and, you know, it was me and my brother versus my dad. I did that with my kids this weekend and it was awesome. It was great. I loved it. Down on our knee, or down on my knees. You know, the kids are running around because that puts us about the same height. And we're just playing football, watching football. It was, oh my god, dude! It was the best. Absolutely loved it. There's a lot of sports to talk about. Um, I, I'll go ahead and start college football. Uh, I didn't get to watch the OU game, but uh, they pulled it out again, dude. I, I don't know if OU's gonna lose. That's my team for this year, in case you don't know, in case you're new to the show. I basically pick a college football team every season, uh, and I just kind of ride ride that train, you know? Uh, I, I've never been into college until recent years, two, maybe three years ago, watching the national championship. So OU's my team this year, and they're undefeated. Uh, I thought TCU was going to put up a better fight than that. I really did. Just judging by the final score, uh, I've seen I've seen them play before. I've been down there to see them play. That was I love the college atmosphere. It's unlike anything else, right? Uh, so OU still undefeated. That was a great win for me. Let, let's move to uh, let's change sports here real quick. I didn't talk about this at all last week. I was really really hoping uh, baseball. As far as baseball is concerned. The uh, the White Sox were going to pull it out somehow, some way against the Houston Astros, but uh, it didn't work out. Houston moves on, and you've got a series already. Boston and, and Houston, um, one game apiece. I don't know if they played today. I actually need to look it up. Uh, but, but it's heating up, man. And this is the most wonderful time of year, by the way. F what that song says around Christmas about that being the most wonderful time of year. That's not true. The most wonderful time of year is right now. Today is October 17th. And it's just, you know, you got uh, basketball and post uh, preseason right now. They're about to start. You got hockey already in the regular season. You got playoff baseball. You got football. What more could you want? 
I couldn't ask for anything more. It's, it's, you know, it's a good place, a good position for me to be in to where I don't have enough TVs to watch all the sports going on. And then I have to end up at the bar. And I was like, well, honey, I got to see all the games all at once. I mean, that's same start time pretty much. Uh, that's how it was today. The stars played today. Uh, that was a four o'clock start, which is kind of strange. We never do good in day games. And then the Cowboys 325 start against the, the New England Patriots. Uh, and I got to tell you, man, I'm honestly excited uh, to beat Bill Burr to the punch. Not that he even knows who I am, but I know he's a Patriots fan. And I know he's going to be talking about the game tomorrow and everything they fucked up and how they could have won the game, but they pissed it away and... You know, I hate when people do that. I really do. Not saying I hate Bill Burr. I'm just saying I hate in general when people do that. You don't give the other team the victory. You say, you know, the Patriots lost. It was their game to lose. That's bullshit. You're taking away from the other team completely. And I don't know if that's what he's going to say. But I just want it to be noted that I put this podcast out on Sunday and he's going to do his on Monday. So you can compare the two. You should definitely go listen to that one. The morning, Monday morning podcast, by the way. That's actually one of my favorite all-time podcasts. I, I have to listen to it uh, at least, you know, once a week. That's pretty much what I'm doing. Once a week for that. And dude, that, that podcast, his podcast gave me a lot of like inspiration. And like, oh, you can do this on your own. You don't need a group of 15 fucking friends. You know, you can do it on your own. And that's, you know, that's essentially what I do every week. I don't really go out and seek out guests or anything. Um, because I like what I do. I like doing this thing, you know, solo. I don't have to schedule with anybody. I just do it whenever I please. I make my own schedule. I am my own boss, essentially. And isn't that the American dream? Isn't that what everybody wants? You know? Uh, anyway, let me take another drink real quick. So yeah, uh, Dallas, let's switch gears. I was supposed to switch gears like three minutes ago. Uh, Dallas Stars lose both games Saturday and Sunday. They had a back-to-back. -back. Uh, they lose both games. Not a, It was off to a great start, a start in game one. We got the W. In game two, it's like, all right, we lost. That's all right. We'll bounce back tomorrow. And we didn't. Now we're sitting at one and two. And I'm telling you, man, and I know they know this. I know all the stars know this. I know the organization knows this. If you fall behind in this division we're in, this champion-producing division, if you fall behind, you ain't going to catch back up. You're going to get buried quick, man. Uh, you'll be left in the dust very quickly. Uh, so my, my stars... Uh, you got to get it together. You're about middle of the pack in our in the division, but we got to get it together. Where's the energy, bro? It looks like we played all the way through the Stanley Cup, and now we're just exhausted. You know, we had the first game. There was a day in between. We fly out to play uh, play the next game, and it's just like the team looks just exhausted. And it's like, well, that's not good because we have a game tomorrow. And guess what? They came out today flat-footed, looking exhausted. It's just, I don't know, man. I'm just, how quickly I jump ship. 
I'm not jumping ship. I'm just saying, like, I was so high on them in that first fucking game, and now I'm just like, this sucks. It's going to be a long season if we don't get it together. We got to... We gotta come up with a strategy, a different strategy, uh, strategy, or strategy. I don't, I don't know where that word came from. We gotta come up with something different. Dump and chase isn't working, bro. It 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 does sometimes. What the hell's going on here? It does sometimes. Dump and chase is an effective tool, but you can't do it every time, man. You just can't. Uh, so that sucked, and then you know. I'm watching the Cowboys game. Uh, the Stars have 82 games in a season. NHL is 82 games. Cowboys only have 16. Uh, I'm going Cowboys right now. I think it's 17. They make it 17 this season? Uh, I don't know. Either way. Um, so, so moving on to the Cowboys, we're going to go around the NFL. Obviously, my Cowboys are going to be in the mix. NFL scores... This week, there we go. It's, it's waiting at the top for me there. Um, let's see. Winners and losers. Week seven. No, we're not on week seven yet. This is week six. Okay. Uh, Buccaneers over the, the Eagles, division rival Eagles. Uh, thank you for that. That helps. I love that. The Tampa Bay Brady's or the Tom Brady Buccaneers or whatever you want to call them doing their thing. Uh, Dolphins lose to the Jaguars, 23-20. Vikings over the Panthers, 34-28. Chargers lose to the Ravens, 34-6. A little bit of scoring problems there, right? Rams over the Giants, thank you. Rams over the Giants, 38-11. That helps us as well. Uh, Colts over the Texans, 31-3. Okay, I feel like this is a reoccurring theme. Or is it recurring? I'm sorry. This is a recurring theme. Uh, the Texans are not scoring very many points, right? I feel like I've talked. To, I've done this around the NFL in, in the past couple of times. It was like the Texans and the, the Bears just can't score any damn points. Uh, you got the Chiefs over Washington. Okay, so uh, basically what this is telling me so far is Washington loses. New York loses. Uh, the Eagles lose. That's great news for me, man. Uh, Chiefs over to Washington. Thank you, Chiefs. Uh, the Packers over the Bears, 24-14. The Bengals over the Lions, 34-11. Cardinals over the Browns. Dude, okay, so somebody was telling me about the Cardinals the other day. The Cardinals are quietly, quietly doing their thing. And, you know, I say quietly. Take that with a grain of salt because I'm, I'm not a huge, like, ESPN watcher or... You know, I'll listen to some sports talk radio, but that's usually local stuff, so it's all Cowboys. Uh, but the Cardinals, dude, are secretly, silently, 6-0. and Is anybody talking about the Cardinals right now? I don't think so. Uh, but they definitely should be because uh, undefeated. Are they the last undefeated team in the season? Um, Cowboys over the Patriots. Let's go ahead and stop here, dude. What a fucking game, man. Oh my god, I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. I I didn't know what to think. I felt I was happy at some points like we're going to win this fucking thing and then I was like, "Oh my god, we're going to just every every drama, every piece of drama you could ask for 
uh, was in the Cowboys game, and I fucking loved it. I love that. Obviously, we came out on top. Uh, Diggs, dude. There's something about Diggs. Number seven. Watch for him on the field. He's a fucking madman, dude. He is a mad. He's he's literally single-handedly changing what the quarters uh, what the quarterback's going to do on the opposing team. You know, it's like you don't throw to Diggs unless it's a you know to to his his side. I guess he's running to the ball either way, but you try to keep it away from Diggs as much as possible. This man has seven interceptions in six games. He's had an interception every game plus one. That's just so impressive, dude. And 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 they couldn't have come at a more crucial time. Time winding down. And this was, you know, the point in time I'm like, we're going to lose this fucking game. This sucks. And, you know, their quarterback throws, kind of bounces off the receiver. Diggs is right there, runs it in, picks six. And it changed the game completely. So we go to overtime after, you know, some shit happens. You know, I think we kick a field goal to, to tie it. And we go to overtime. You know, Patriots get the ball first. They come down. They get a couple of first downs, and then we stop them. They punt it to us. We come down and we actually score a fucking touchdown. What a dart. It wasn't even a dart. It was a fucking bomb. A dart is a quick pass. A bomb is up in the fucking air. And CeeDee Lamb was by himself. Oh, dude, what a game. What a game. We got a team. You know, when Romo, you know, Romo's on the broadcast going, this is a Super Bowl team. You know, he's like, I'm not saying they're going to win it. I'm just saying... This team can go to the Super Bowl. They showed it, and we and I'm just like when Tony Romo, Mister Prediction, is saying something like that. Ears are listening, sir. Ears are listening. Um, but I don't. I I kind of wish we were in the Cardinals' position a little bit, but we'll never be in the Cardinals. But I mean, we're we're the Cowboys. Everybody's looking at the Cowboys. I'm not saying we're like the gold standard. Obviously, we haven't won a championship in a while, but. You know, everybody's looking at the Cowboys. Everybody plays the Cowboys as hard as they can because everybody wants to beat the Cowboys. You know? Yeah, everybody wants to have that on your resume. I beat the Cowboys. <laughs> you know? It, it's a it's a badge of honor in a way. Uh, so great game, my Cowboys. I'm going to take a drink. I, I just I haven't seen a start to the, uh, a season like this in, in a long time. And I watch every season. You know, I'm not saying Super Bowl or bust. I'm not saying we'll even make it to the Super Bowl. I'm just enjoying the ride. I'm enjoying the coaching. McCarthy is just a wizard, dude. There's something about that guy. He knows what the fuck he's doing. Uh, so cheers to my Cowboys. Haters probably don't want to hear that, but you know, I got to celebrate my team. Uh, anyways, let's finish off around the NFL. What do we got? Raiders over the Broncos. Get out of here. 34 to 24. I thought the Broncos were dangerous. Bronco. Okay, no, they're not. They're 3 and 3. They're a 500 team so far. Uh, what are the Raiders? 4 and 2. All right, Raiders. I see you. Uh, that's not bad. 4 and 2. Um, Steelers over the Seahawks. 23 to 20. Oh, that was an overtime game, dude. I, I got to watch the highlights on that one. And for your Monday night football, you got the Bills versus the Titans. Is anyone going to watch that game? 
And be honest. <laughs> Is anyone going to watch that game? What's their running backs? Uh, Henry's just going to mow down every. Now, the Bills are actually pretty good. What, what's the Bills' record this year? Four and one again. Dude, actually, four and one Bills against the three and two Titans. I, I'm talking shit, but I actually might tune in tomorrow. That's a that's a season changing game. Whoever wins that game, that either puts, um, what were the what was it here? That either puts the Bills in a good position or the Titans in a good position. Either way, where's their record? Why isn't it showing me anymore? Okay, four, four and one Bills versus the three and two. So the Titans after this game are either going to be four and two, and the Bills four and two. Or the Bills are going to be 5-1, and one, and the Titans are going to be 3-3. Three and three. A 500 team, dude, the Titans are going to come out firing tomorrow. They have to. They, this is a defining point in their season. Are we the 3-3 three and three team, or are we the 4-2 and two team? Um, going to be a good game. So, uh, yeah, a bunch of good games around the NFL. I don't really watch any of the other ones, just my Cowboys. But uh, that's what's going on. Let's take another drink. Cheers, everybody. Uh, so I think I covered all the sports. Dude, do we even do drink recommendations anymore on this podcast? I haven't looked up any drink recommendations in so long. There's just so much happening right now. I can't keep up. Uh, so many sports going on. That's really what's distracting me. Um, okay, here, here we go. Uh, I got videos of the week for you. We'll end the, we'll end the episode on this. I'm almost out of booze anyway. Um, try not to overdo it. So I'm not so damn groggy in the morning tomorrow. I, that's the one drawback to, to drinking. Is it like when you've had too much, you, you can't be uns you can't just sober up. It's not other than waiting a long time, maybe drinking some coffee, drinking some water. You just can't sober up, you know, and, and that kind of sucks. That'd be cool if there was like a, you know, something you could take or something you could eat to just like, um, you know, sober up faster. That's the, the drawback of drinking. You just can't. And once you're there, you're there. There's, you know, if you're having a good mood, if you're in a good mood and, and you've been drinking, it's wonderful. You know, you're having a good time. You're, you know, you feel like the life of the party. If you're having a bad time and you're boozing, you know, maybe you're fighting with your chick or, you know, whatever. Somebody said something to you that pissed you off. You just can't get out of it. That's, that's hard to do. Um, maybe one day, you know, they'll be like, all right, eat this every time you get too damn drunk. That would be a life changer. I think that might enable people to dr drink more, drink more than they should. They'd be like, well, don't worry about it. I might be an alcoholic, but don't worry about it. I'll just sober up with this little, you know, this little pill right here. That might be a bad thing. I guess they'd be sober some of the time. They could just drink it, drink again to get to that place. How bad would that be on your liver? That's probably why there isn't something like that to sober you up. Because then you'd just start drinking again, wouldn't you? If you had that big of a problem. Uh, so anyways, this is the videos of the week. We're going to end the podcast on this. The episode number 195, Drink Until You Podcast. Um, so there's a painting by, and excuse me if I butcher this, Name. I'm gonna do my best. Uh, Sergi Cadenas, C A D E N A S, Cadenas. 
Sergi, Sergi, Kadinos. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> Sergi, if you ever hear this, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I butchered your name. I, I don't know where you're from. <coughs> I clearly don't know how to pronounce your name. Sergi Kadinas. That's the best I got. Uh, but there's a painting Sergi did. And it's one of the most amazing things I've seen. This is a video of the week. Uh, what up, what up, up, what up, up. Um, so it's just a painting. Okay, so the, the camera's standing to the left of the painting. And this is significant. The camera's standing to the left of the painting. And it's just a young girl, you know. And it's just, you know, close up of a young girl's face. You can see it in detail, everything. And the camera starts panning around to the right. And the more... The camera pans around to the right. The face starts changing into this old woman. And it's one of the most um, optical illusion, most amazing paintings I've ever seen. The only thing I can think about that would match that, possibly, uh, is where, where they were making uh, like sculptures out of, out of paper. is basically like, uh, you know, shaving down the, these thousands of sheets of paper to make this sculpture and then they would like grab the sculpture and they could actually stretch it out because all this paper is connected together it was just a weird optical illusion uh but this one is uh this one takes the cake for me to be honest with you like just being able to start at the you know it's it's better than the mona lisa what or or you know certain paintings where they'd be like oh Oh, the eyes follow you. If I move anywhere around the room, the eyes are following me. They're, they're looking at me no, where, no matter where I go. That's pretty impressive. Um, but this one, dude, I watched the video like a hundred times. It's just like the panning from the left to the right. You can start to see the wrinkles develop. And by the time the camera's all the way over to the right, it's an old woman. It's fucking amazing. I don't know. My brain doesn't work like that. You know, I, I, I consider myself an artist for sure, uh, but not not in that realm. I can't draw worth a shit. I can't paint. You know, I, I don't have that ability. So when I see someone that does it really well, I'm fucking mesmerized, honestly. And, and I'm, I'm envious. I'm like, I wish I had that talent. That seems amazing to be able to have an idea like that and, be, and just the concept alone. Is, uh, you know, it's uh, really cool. Uh, so the second video of the week I have for you is, uh, I, I don't know how to tell you to search this, but you can probably look up, you know, balloon guy, party balloon guy. Uh, but he basically takes these, you know, like you would see a clown do. They blow up these little thin and it's like, oh, it's a, it's a weenie dog, you know, but this guy. I wish I knew his name. Took it to the next fucking level. And these videos honestly blew me away. This one got sent to me. Uh, but he's making like dresses. Like there will be a model standing there. And he he crafts all these balloons around the model. And it even has like a fucking, like a, a what do you call it? Like a shoelace on it to tighten it. Like a girdle. You know? And it's a dress made out of fucking balloons. It's insane, dude. He made all kinds of cool uh, cool things. He made like a giant camera made out of balloons. It's just super detailed. And the fact that he thought to do um, clothing, 
you know, out of balloons, out of these little party balloons. It's fucking amazing. So yeah, I don't know what his name is. I don't know how to look him up, but I'm sure you can find a balloon animal guy makes dress or so. I'm sure you can find it somehow, some way. It's the internet people. Um, and the last one I have for you is a little disappointing because I, I got duped. So what it is, is basically, and you guys have probably seen this before, These they show this one man out there with like maybe two, three tools, and he starts digging in the sand, and this guy makes like an in-ground, like water oasis, okay? Like detailed as fuck, dude. Detailed as fuck. Like there's a staircase in this thing. There's a slide. So he, you know, he like digs out the ground or whatever, so he's like... I don't know what kind of... It looks like sandy loam, possibly, which is like a softer sand. Whatever he's digging in is like the softest sand because, you know, you shouldn't be... Like, you try to that in Texas. You try to dig down 12 feet in Texas and good luck. You're going to need a machine. There's all kinds of clay and all kinds of shit in this ground, rocks that you're not going to get through very easily. But anyways, so this guy takes a couple of tools and he starts digging in the sand. He he digs probably a good, uh, let's see. I would assume that guy's an average height, 5'8". Let's just say 6 foot. He probably, he probably digs a good 20 feet in the ground. And he makes just this beautiful oasis. There's like... He's digging out a tunnel, and he made like a little room. It, it's insane to watch. He's forming everything just out of sand and these tools that he has. So he made a little walkway after he dug down like 20 feet or whatever. He made, you know, this like this giant square, and he starts putting detail in it. He made this little walkway cave thing into a room to where there's a bed in there, and it's open. It's nice and open. There's a bed he can lay on and chill out and then go out and then he jumps in the pool and swims and there's a throne he can sit on like i said there's a slide he can slide down into you know into the water that he's eventually going to fill and and it was genius how he got the water he took these bamboo you know pieces of bamboo and he stuck them together and and basically linked them up to the river and then once he linked them up to the river the river water is just coming through the bamboo all the way down to this thing he's dug in the ground and it's just this beautiful, like, paradise place that he, this man has made for himself. And he can probably visit anytime he wants to. It said it took like 115 days to dig out the ground and, and make everything. Dude, this guy got sod, fresh grass, and put it down uh, in the perimeter of, like, the pool. So like the water comes up to the edge of this thing he dug out and there's just like sod all all around the edge. He's got fucking torches. Dude, it was the most incredible thing uh, I've seen. I was like, this one man did this. He could do this anytime he wants to and just have, you know, the perfect little getaway. You know, sorry, honey, I'm going to be gone for 115 days. You know, I trust me when I finish, you'll be you'll be thanking me. And, and come to find out, someone burst my bubble on this video. That's why it's kind of got a damper on it. But basically, it's just, you know, they're actually, it looks like, and they're, you know, they're editing in such a way to where it looks like it's just one guy doing it. But apparently, come to find out, they have machines out there, like a backhoe digging out 
big trenches and big chunks of this, you know, this paradise he's making for himself, which is a little like disappointing. I wanted to believe, <laughs> let me tell you why it disappointed me. I wanted to believe somebody could put in that kind of time and effort and come out with this paradise, this little slice of heaven for themselves that they could revisit anytime they want. You know, assuming there's not a flood because it was a, a big structure like dug out of the ground. So if it rains super heavy, it's, you know, it's all going to blend together or whatever. But I wanted to believe that someone could do this. And I'm like, you know, I'm starting to, it's starting to make me think, well, what could I do? Could I build a house? Could I really learn how to build a house in my lifetime? I think I could. If this guy can dig out all this shit by sand and make it just a little, little vacation, a little home away from a home. If he could do that with sand and a couple of tools, why can't I build a house on my land one day? You know? Um, but come to find out, it's just all illusion and it's just for views. And, you know, there is one guy in there, you know, doing detail, but he's got a crew. You know, he's got a crew to help him with machines. And that is a little disappointing, even though it did turn out amazing. Uh, that's why I, I let it be a part of the videos of the week. Because, you know, the final product, regardless of how they got there, is still pretty fucking impressive. You know, that's some some place I would love to visit. And I, I, I'm just going to assume, I hope this isn't rude to assume, but the guy I saw, I would assume he's Cambodian. That's just what it looked like to me. You know, I'm not trying to, you know, sum him up and, you know, put him in a box or whatever. But that's what he looked like to me. It looked like he was in uh, a Cambodian. Um, so you can find those videos. Just know there's a little star next to it that um, it's probably faked. Uh, so that's the videos of the week. How, Jesus Christ, 41 minutes in. I guess we better finish off these uh, this drink or whatever. Uh, so thank you guys for listening. Episode number 195, Drink It Till You Podcast. The only podcast that lasts until the last drop. If you ever want to email me, reach out. Uh, you can always email me at drinkitillyoupodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Um. And that's going to do it for me. If you got them drinking bottoms up, I'm going to finish this off. Drink it to the last drop. Cheers. I really didn't have much left. All right, guys. I will talk to you next Sunday. Be safe out there. Don't drink and drive. Get an Uber. Get a Lyft. Uh, be careful, everybody. I love you all. I will talk to you next week. Bye.